Brandon Bagal Chalmers. Sir. Look into my eye. What do you see? The cult of personality. I go away for a motherfucking week and Pepsi Phil decides to return to the dwa dwa What? Brandon, what is going on? What is going uh, on? Somebody's a fucking hypocrite and really likes money. Is, is Hunter a genius or does Hunter just want the money? <laughs> oh, Hunter totally just wants the money. But I'm talking about <laughs> Phil, Pepsi Phil, wanting the money. Pepsi because Phil wants the it's, money. It's not about changing the business at this point. <laughs> this is a cash grab until he gets fired again. Yeah, yeah. So how? let's put a timer on it. How, uh-huh. how long do you think this run goes? Uh, I think it will be just after WrestleMania, depending on if Punk gets a WrestleMania main event. I think that's really the goal. That That's the question. Like, he comes in, squashes whatever they were running up to. Like, who who is going to be the main event at WrestleMania? Uh, Dwayne Johnson and Roman Reigns, not, uh, night two. What? What the Rock is back? Yeah, I have not been paying attention. <laughs> when when they had the writer strike and, and the actors strike and everything else like that, John Cena and the Rock both came back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so my bet is that they're going to have Dwayne come in and do one more thing. Now it could be a night one, night two thing. I doubt it, but. Initially, I, I think the idea was it was like Dwayne coming in and taking on Roman and beating Roman, but not for the title. And then Roman being a broken man takes on Cody night two for the belt. Cody finishes the story. And then that's oh, essentially I see. Roman takes, I don't know, four months off or something like that. And you yeah. know, lives on an island somewhere and has a chance to relax because he's been yeah. running this fucking champ forever. Yeah. Um, Jesus. <laughs> Now it's probably going to be Pepsi Phil and Seth Rollins taking on each other at WrestleMania and probably night one. And then uh, maybe not even Cody Rhodes in that main event spot, because if you got Dwayne Johnson, what do you need Cody Rhodes for? Ow, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah, this is the thing is. Everyone who was at the top of the card suddenly just dropped down one rung for yeah, somebody and that who sucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean the the work uh, was definitely, and it's it's been openly uh, agreed upon that Seth Rollins flipping out at the end was all complete work. Like, oh, it's, it oh was, yeah, there's right. no way Michael Cole is holding anyone back. No, no, no. Uh, but Drew McIntyre apparently getting pissed off and storming off may have been legit. I. See, I I just want if I was if I was in charge of anything and and Drew McIntyre wanted something and if it was in within my power to make that happen, that man would get whatever he wants. They still haven't figured out a contract for him and his contract expires like right after WrestleMania. So that, that is absurd. He He you've seen him. Like, I look I I I am of the <laughs> camp that WWE is going to do things that are going to make them a lot of money or prove that they are the biggest swinging dick that they can be to prove a point. And 
I don't know if they've got, like, Drew has been great. The argument is, what else do you do with Drew? Mm. He's come in, he's been the world beater, he helped carry them through COVID. Like, he's a lot of man meat, he's great looking and everything else like that, but, like, they're switching him to being a heel now. Is that, no, that's what he needs. He needs to change. Like, right. that's, that's why he was part, that's why he was teaming up with the bloodline. Like, that makes a lot of sense. So, like, I can get that, and he's going to chase after Seth Rollins for the title for a bit and everything else like that, and okay, no problem. So, that means probably Drew and Seth are going to take on each other for the title at Rumble, um, which but, also eliminates both of them from the Rumble. But it seems like that's not going to happen now, because Seth exploding at punk that's probably they're gonna go that way and drop they're, whatever they're they doing can do Drew. both because on mm. monday um seth uh was basically jawing off with drew so that's going to be the thing that happens and punk can dip in and out you if you honestly think punk is going to touch a wrestling ring before rumble i think you're out of your mind <laughs> I think he is going to hang out in the background. He's going to show up on things and he's going to talk shit. By the uh, way, his first promo was not that impressive. Um, I, yeah, I didn't see the promo. I just, I, I saw, I, I, I saw the clips on, on the, on the social media and I didn't see his promo. It just saw him walking down and, yeah, and, it, and Seth Rollins yelling. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about on Monday Night Raw. He didn't say anything at some Oh, 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 I didn't, yeah, I didn't see his promo. Yeah, was yeah, it, yeah. So, was I, it, no, it was it was uh, milk toast. Mm. Like it, you can you can tell at least from my perspective, you can tell he had a writer rein him in, and I don't he think said, he likes that very much. He said but, he was here for the money. Yeah, right. And that was that was kind of the line afterward that he didn't say into the mic is I'm here for the money. He said it. So he said it loud enough for somebody to pick it up. Right, loud <laughs> enough for somebody to hear, and that's that's kind of the idea. So, but I I don't expect him to be wrestling. WWE's a dead time in December. Yeah. When is Why? Rumble? January. Ooh. So Brandon, why Brandon, not? Brandon, what are we doing for Rumble? Uh, <laughs> fucking coming over and watching the Rumble? And like, oh, hell all yeah. the foods? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. But the, the point being is, why waste Punk's capital? Because we also don't know how many dates are on his contract or anything else like that. Right. Is he up for a full-time schedule? Like, is he traveling? What's going on with any of that? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see where that goes, because he's also been one of the biggest argue, uh, arguers about Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And openly calling it blood money and everything else like that. Like, does that mean that they can't put the strap on him? Because Cause he, he won't be able to go. He, or is he going to have to apologize? <laughs> how much is he actually into it for the money? Yeah, how much? Yeah, how much of the money is he into? Is, is he is he willing to publicly change his tone for the money? Is he willing wow. to kayfabe his way through that? I don't know. <laughs> I was I was wondering about like, do you do you feel like he's well? I, I'm trying to think of other wrestlers in the past who are kind of known for being dicks, but like kept hopping organizations. And I was like, is punk like a Hogan where punk tries to like make it all about him and take over wherever he goes and all uh, that kind of stuff? I mean, technically, yes, but Hogan did a lot more politicking backstage mm-hmm. than 
publicly doing anything dumb. Like, right. you know, it would be if he didn't like somebody, he'd go behind and tell Vince or tell Bischoff or whatever it is. And yeah, 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 yeah. That's how he shifted gears. He played backstage politics. So, but like, is is punk like a modern version of that where it's instead of just playing the backstage politics, he does everything in your face? Like, are, are you trying to call CM Punk the Trump of wrestling? I guess I I'm trying to like we've seen this type of character before. Um, I, I'm unclear how much of Punk's thing is a character at this point and how much of it he's finally drinking his own Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it, yeah. It, like uh, when, when he was in AEW, it sounded like he was like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to bring up younger talent. I'm going to build the next generation. I'm going to yeah, have yeah, all yeah. these Barnby Barnby matches. It. He says the right things. And then the second he gets challenged by somebody younger than him, he's like, Hey, shut the fuck up. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine, but you have to lead by example and, We'll see how that goes. I'm curious if he'll jaw off. I'm curious if he'll, you know, who's he not going to work with? Supposedly, there's a bunch of people who don't want to work with him. Mm. I don't know who's on that list. Yeah. Obviously, Seth's not on that list because Seth knows how to make money. And Seth's in the business to make money. He always has been. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. But. Cosa. Right. But like. Does that mean that a lot of the mid card guys are? Does that mean some of the older guys? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I just feel bad for like any storylines that were going forward and they were trying to get some I, momentum and trying to build something. Fucking how about Randy Orton? Oh, I didn't know he was back. Oh, God. Oh, he, he was he was the last member of the fucking uh, War Games match. <laughs> so he comes back after months of being out and supposedly not being there. And then like he he literally comes out as the as the last is like the fifth man of the match comes down wins the match right <laughs> helps set up the final pin and then literally they're playing orton's music as things are going or sorry they're playing cody's music because cody got the pin yeah and then punk stuff goes off right punk completely steals all of the thunder <laughs> waves at randy there's there's an image of there's like this video of a punk waving at randy and randy's sitting on a chair waving back at him but he seemed a little annoyed about it. But maybe I'm just reading into things. That's so funny. But like, I I'd be pissed because like, where's I, my? Yeah. You can't fucking wait a night. You can't bring him back on Raw. Yeah. Like, come the fuck on. Yeah. Like, come on. And it's it's such a it's such a shitty way to end a pay per view because like, it's not a match. It's not a fight. There's no run in. There's nothing. It's just hello. Right. But although, it makes you watch Raw. Although I I am happy that Living Color gets a paycheck. I yeah I I I I I love that Vernon Reed gets his money for another guitar that yeah, riff that, you hear that riff they they just did a new remix so they just relicensed it yeah come on get get Living Color their money I don't give a shit I I, I have no <laughs> argument with with paying Living Color like I'm super good with that <laughs> the other thing the other person who made a comeback. And got completely motherfucked by everybody is the greatest showman in all of wrestling. Fucking our truth, man. Our truth's back. I popped hard as fuck. Oh, like, that's I can great. tell you right now. If you, if you called Nicole right now and you said, Who did Brandon shout louder for when he saw him? 
uh, it, like Truth, Punk, or Orton. It was Truth times truth. ten. <laughs> I That's stood up. Should be. That's I the way it should be. I stood from my fucking couch, fists in the air, and went, "Fuck yeah, Truth back." The man wrestling. It's the most wrestling. It's the most wrestling. I, I just I I I want Truth to have one more real good run. Yeah, like I would love if they did something kind of fun. Like, let's say uh, Gunther doesn't take our Truth seriously, and Truth <laughs> breaks his Intercontinental streak. <laughs> that would be awesome. I saw him eating like jelly rolls. Uh... Backstage, uh, I don't know. I guess Finn Balor has a new stable or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he's got the Judgment Day. Yeah, yeah. So he was eating jelly rolls on their couch, and they're like, "The fuck are you doing, man?" Being amazing. Yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah, I like more our truth always. More our truth. Yeah. I I will say, and then we'll get on with the show. Sure. Uh, the 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 pop for Punk was not as good as the one time where the glass broke i forget what it was stone cold the stone cold stone cold had been out for a while glass broke the the audio clipped and that's never happened like they they yeah. do a good job of not letting that happen in a broadcast the audio yeah. clipped and i've i've never heard that happen since maybe their microphones are better but like you won't as big as big as that pop was for for punk coming back it will never beat the glass you won't it will never beat hey, that you, glass you won't that earth shattering through the Atti- tv i felt attitude that era crowds and fans i think are were more fervorous than any other in the history of wrestling and probably will be for the rest of time yeah. i don't think the wrestling is better i don't no, think no, that no, the no. content is better or anything else like that like we, we all, all rose color glass the fuck out of the yeah. attitude area but as far as fans taking a vested interest in being there yeah who like yeah those I crowds mean, were fucking bananas yeah so I, right so yeah I, I i think it is unfair though in in all like all things being equal it's unfair to compare stone cold's glass break crowd pop <laughs> where the fuck has stone cold been to cm yeah. punk walking out for a handshake and a fart like yeah stone <laughs> yeah. cold comes down there's there is at the least gonna be some jawing some beer <laughs> drinking and someone's taking a stunner like there's oh yeah dude yeah. dude came back and remember he came back and it was hanging out with a new day and still the fuck stunned Xavier Woods. It was like, so good. It was right, so he did, good. He didn't have to. So yeah. But like, fuck you. It's stone cold. Like Xavier man, is like, come on, you have to, you have to. <laughs> right, right, right. Because when is Xavier Woods going to have the opportunity to sell that? Pro- fuck when Rusev sold. And that he, was the best. Sure fucking planked. <laughs> like, right. When, when in your wrestling career, are you going to have the ability to sell a stone cold sunner? You sell the fuck out of that one. Oh, to yeah. To be able to just oh, yeah. joke around with the boys when you get in the back and they all are like, Rusev, what the fuck? And he's like, what, man? Like, Stone Cold. <laughs> it's Stone Cold. To do. Right. Yeah. 
Because you know if Stone Cold was looking at the monitors in the back, he's going to be doing that loud fucking la- raspy. Oh, and, yeah. Right. Because he's going to love that everybody is having a bit of a rip and like, good. But that's the thing is, Stone Cold came down in his era. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Stone Cold comes back. Stone Cold means business. Yeah. And, and you know what? That's it. Stone yeah. Cold means business. Tr- punk means trouble. And that's the difference in the characters. Yep. 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 Punk isn't necessarily a man of action. No. He chooses his fights. He picks his battles for when it is smart enough for him. Stone Cold didn't need to. He no, just assumed that he's, he for can whoop scrap. everybody's ass. Yeah. He's, he's there. He's there to let you know he's there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And as I think kids of the Attitude Era that you and I are, we miss that. I yeah, that pop. I can that is. I can never get that out of my head. I, I wish right, I remembered I, which d- one it was, but like, right. But like when 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 you hear music pop, you want someone to come down and whoop ass in their signature wet. Remember when Jeff Hardy came back into AEW and he yeah. stopped on the ramp to do his dance while his brother's getting his ass kicked. Yeah, and, and even the announcers are like. Uh, Jeff, <laughs> what's going on? I was like, this is going on. Dude's getting his shit in. And like, I, I get it. And at the same time, I don't. Because <laughs> if you're there to rescue your brother, rescue your brother. Yeah, yeah. But you like, got to get the dance in. You, that, no, that's why I'm wearing you, the Wraith pants. No, that's why I'm wearing don't. the Wraith pants. No, that's why you come back the next night and after the pay-per-view and when the crowd is super hyped to see you, then you play up the dance. Or what is it? Is it this? Yeah, just like right. You. <laughs> so when we saw it, we we're like, "Oh, Jeff, come on, man! No, no, no!" But yeah, we we have an expectation as Attitude Era fans that yeah. when the music hits in the middle of something going on you're gonna calm down and cause a little hell yeah 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 and so and the the theme songs told you like get the tables when the fucking missiles hit and the fucking dudleys come on fucking the fucking uh king of rock dx remix with run dm motherfucking you know what to be fair DX definitely played a lot more games, and we didn't necessarily expect them to come down and kick ass. We expected True. them to come out and mock whoever was there <laughs> right, and right, be right. fun. Right. But it was it set a tone. You yeah. knew what was going on. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean, like nation nation of dominations music came out, and depending on what was going on, it was either going to be a mocking segment, mm-hmm. a warning, mm-hmm. or them sending the, them coming out. Starting a mocking segment, somebody like Stone Cold in the ring, yeah, jawing off, and the nation coming down and Stone Cold fighting fucking everybody. Like yeah. it, there was there was a certain equation and a certain predictable math that I think we as honestly 
television viewers <laughs> you you like a character you start to expect certain things out of this character and yeah. when they do something great that is a character building thing when archie bunker suddenly decides that maybe i'm the wrong one here that's character <laughs> growth yeah it but is. what we are really expecting is when <laughs> Archie walks into the room and the son-in-law is there eating something or standing in the way. He's going to call him a meathead, make some <laughs> sort of derogatory term, and then tell him to get out of his chair. Because we are like, it's We're not our fault. We're, We're programmed, programmed <laughs> from decades of television watching yeah. that like what we love, we love and what we love, we want. Give me more of that shit. Yeah. When I see another Star Wars movie, what am I looking for? Lightsabers and droids, baby. Lightsabers, Lightsabers and droids. And droids. <laughs> Second I see a glowy sword or a droid, I'm fucking excited. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to think of like other theme songs that just make get you out of your seat. Like I I love the 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 wolf pack. That howl thing. But the wolf pack, they would just saunter. They would not rush out. Yeah, and, they like, would not rush us. out. Um, Goldberg's theme. Oh, yeah. Because it, da, it, it, da, da. Well, but this is the thing is, Goldberg, you saw coming. Oh, he yeah. An entourage, he was building everything. So the crowd building got to start a doing moment. the chant. Yeah. yeah. So you got to really fucking build. Like, WCW, I, I didn't remember having a whole lot of people who really cued the music. DDP kind of did. Kind of. Um, Ray's uh six one nine thing when he popped out of the thing. Yeah, I mean that, that was cool, but that's not him like randomly doing. That, that's just him doing a really great entrance with fucking pod. Yeah, but I oh that was awesome. Right, like with his fucking full gear. Yeah, oh with the full God. headdress on. And everything yeah, else dude, like that. Yeah. shit. Yeah, looking like a full on Aztec god. Yes, I I think Kane. Uh, when the ring lights on fire out of nowhere and then kane yeah. shows up that was always cool that was always cool but that was yeah like cool nobody really popped like that except for stone cold yeah even though like i said it's it's genuinely an expectation of what the character brings and there have not been a whole lot of characters as well, a late that really instill that like that sense of immediate danger the second the music hits bad shit's about to go down like owens is probably the closest and I think that's mm -hmm. why he's he, like he got willingly allowed to do the stunner because like he's a bit of chaos and he has that kind of yeah I don't need to talk like I can but that's fine let's go yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and he's got that like Samoa Joe did that for a bit and still kind of does yeah Samoa Joe's got a good entrance I like his um I like his I like his song uh Cena the Wabadoo but you never <laughs> know if he's coming out to Jaw or like. Yeah, but it all depends on what's going on, and we we rarely expect him to rush the ring. He yes. might not cut a line or whatever it is, but he's going to do a little salute. He's going to say hi. He's going to high five. He's going to run down, slide, hold up the towel. Right, like dude, dude's got his thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's no yeah, there's no I, run in. Anyway, my my point being is that CM Punk's a wet fart, and uh, <laughs> I'm I'm not particularly excited to see what goes on. I like all of the eyes that he brings to wrestling. I like that 
when everything was going on, he, at the time in AEW, wasn't afraid to stand up for trans kids and stuff like that. I'm curious how much that's going to go the way of the Dodo. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't I don't know. I, I don't genuinely know how that's going to work. Um, I know WWE is going to have to figure out how they're going to tiptoe around calling uh, Rollins calling CM Punk a cancer because that's going to be something that's not going to age pretty well when they replay it 1,400 <laughs> times. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh boy. But I, yeah, right, there's probably no better time to watch wrestling. It's true right now. Like, it's true. It's true. For for content and and a wealth of of choices. good choices, yeah, I mean I I am curious how that's going to go. Um but New Japan, yeah. AEW, WWE, they're yeah, all Yeah, that's that's the other all thing. Killing it. It, it got brought up t- it got brought up today by the What Culture guys that they hope that uh Drew actually leaves and goes to New, uh, to New Japan because Whoa. how much of a goddamn world beater would he look in New Japan? Whoa. God, that would be massive. Right. Oh, yeah, he would just, do amazing. Just him showing up, just being so fucking angry and absolutely murking everyone. He would be so good. Right. Because he'd look so different than everyone else. Oh, they, they could have fun with that shit. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I... I, you know, cutting promos. I got tired of having somebody else's words in my mouth. I decided to come where action means everything. Yeah, and the universal language. <laughs> just fucking turning everybody into hamburger and fucking claymore <laughs> kicking everybody and just oh, Jesus God. Christ! Right? Fuck right. me! Right? Yeah. Shit. I, I think that would be the wildest fucking thing to say. <laughs> that would be so fucking cool. Um, Brandon Chalmers, pleased to be introducing the <laughs> best podcast in the world. Look, you can take your Mark Marins. You can take your 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 brother brothers and me's or whatever the fuck they are. I don't know that one. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> you can take whatever fucking dumb podcast you listen to. I don't. I don't give a fuck. Like they're all trash. They're all trash. They are. They're all trash. Like, it, look. Bottom line is, I. You know how I know it because I'm not on the other ones. That's how I know it. Look, you want quality? Maybe not necessarily quantity, but quality. Look, baby, we're the A5 Wagyu podcast, man. Come on. You want yourself a tenderized piece of meat? I swear to God, you don't have to touch a bit of meat tenderizer going over the top. You don't have to break out the fucking steak banger and break through everything. We are a prime cut of podcast beef, baby. Look at his body. You think it's built by not understanding a good cut of meat? Are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me right now? It's the only thing I splurge on. All right? You got to understand. All right? Like, my wife drives a 2009 Honda Accord so we can eat steak, bitch. You understand that? All right? That's where the car funds are going. It's steak money. Fucking look. 
You go up in my fridge right now. You go up in my fridge right now. Thick cut bacon. Thick cut. Steaks. Multiple steaks. All right? Qua- Jamie, do you fucks with a little bit of ground pork mixed in there to get a little bit of extra fat oh, content? Oh, yeah. To oh, get of a- course. Yeah, oh, always, oh, always, yeah, always, always, always. Yeah, guess what? So do we. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You want to know why? Because we're using that steak money. And when you really, really focus on life and what's important, it's the marbleization of life, man. All right? It's the little bits of fat that start to break down inside the steak when you just cook it. Oh, so right. Yeah. And that's what we are, man. We're the slow-cooked steak of the podcast world. Little S&P on both sides. Get yeah. a nice sear. Don't fucking leave it on there too long. Pull it off. Let it sit. Let it marinate. Finish the fucking thing. Cut it open. And eat it slow, and I swear to God, I swear to God, I see you put any Heinz 57. You go and find yourself an A number one sauce. You get anywhere near this podcast, sick, so help me God, I will fucking hunt you down. Look at these <laughs> eyes, all right? These are the eyes of a podcast champion. You hear that? All right? These are the eyes of a podcast hero, all right? The sort of man that don't fucks about when it comes to podcast beef, all right? You understand? All right. We got the biggest podcast tube steak in the business. Jamie Noguchi literally can't wear shorts. It's fucking embarrassing. You want to see him? I've traveled with the man. TSA stops the line. Stops the line. Wonders. Ask him. What? Excuse me, sir. Look, I don't. I don't mean to press or anything else like that, but you do know you can travel with a summer sausage in your carry-on. It's okay. You're like, hey, no, 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 no. I mean, I, I, I did nickname it Hillshire Farms in high school, but no, that's not, that's not, that's not, yeah. Anyway, yeah, like, <laughs> anyway, I digress. The important thing is Jamie Noguchi's <laughs> cock and how good this podcast is. So... We are the fucking do it cast part of the hard knock media podcasting network. Now, when I say hard knock media, I mean, N O C is a nerds of color. Please absolutely take a moment, type into your Google machine, hard knock media podcasting network, and check out all of the other amazing shows on the podcasting network. They may not have the beef, but baby. Did they have the fucking meats? All right. This is Ving Rhames Arby's level. All right. Like, this podcast network meats. has got the meats. Like, that's what we is. We is the meats. We is the meats. <laughs> Hard Knock Media. We are the meats. <laughs> we're going to get When a, I say uh, something untrue, you be sure to let me know, Jamie, we're, all right? We're going we're gonna to get a text from Keith. He'll be like, I'm going to use that. <laughs> you better, Whatever, man. You better. Yeah, fucking, I've been telling you to fucking use me for years. Like, I get it. I might not look like the best spokesperson for the channel, but that's why you put me in the writer's room, baby. Let me feed this shit to somebody. Record me, right? And then somebody else steal my lines and overdub it. 
White people have been stealing fucking rolls for decades. It's time you fucking took my shit. Take my shit. <laughs> fucking spin it around. Spin it around. Oh, my God. Uh, God damn, Grant- we've been ruining real fucking rolls for decades. It's about time I can give back. Yeah. It, uh, What was it? What was that card? Card. Now you see me. That card movie. Or never mind. It was something else. With, with Jesse Eisenberg? Yeah, I think I think I'm thinking of something else. Uh, yeah, there was the, a, I would say the the heist movie where they were yeah. all magicians. Yeah, I nope, that's not the movie I was thinking okay, of. Okay, I don't know. Anyway, never mind. I broke nope, it. I broke your it. train of thought. No, no, it's all good. <laughs> I that's all it okay. We, we get back on it. What do you want, Brandon? How was yeah. your turkey murder experience last week? Turkey murder experience was uh, it was good. It was a little disappointing. Oh. It, it was my fuck up, honestly. Oh no! Like, oh no! So, um, we we decided. So this year, uh, Nicole's dad decided to move down to Texas. Uh, he went on a journey, so therefore, we decided to have Thanksgiving at home. So in turn, we invited over a one Marty Day, a one Samantha Day. They decided to come over. Sam absolutely killed it with an apple crumble, a homemade uh, pumpkin pie, and a rather delicious green bean casserole uh i decided to do the bird um a bourbon uh sorry the turkey bourbon yams mashed potatoes uh mac and cheese cheddar bay biscuits and what the fuck else gravy and i'm trying to remember oh and uh homemade stuffing oh so one i i never go back to stovetop Homemade stuffing is fucking fire. Like mm-hmm. when you do it, the, I, I, I haven't, I haven't had it the real way in years <laughs> and I was not prepared for how good that was. And like, yeah, that was a win. Um, turkey was pretty good. Um, turns out my oven cooks a little higher than what I thought, but like I made myself a like herb butter and got all in between the skin and the meat and got it all tucked in there and bathed the whole thing over and got all the veg around the outside and stuffed a whole bunch of shit up in the bird and everything and like i thought it was going to take much longer it only took like three hours to cook it was a 15 pound turkey and but like i i I checked it, what I thought was going to be half an hour early, because I figured like minimum three and a half hours from all the guides that I had seen online. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, okay. So I stick the thermometer in, and instead of being 165, it was 172. I was like, God damn it. So I pulled it, and it, it was still tasty. Like, honestly, it was tastier the next day, um, but because the meat had a real chance to settle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Everything was pretty good. Uh, my real disappointment was the mac and cheese. I followed a different recipe that had me cook the noodles in milk. Okay. And have the milk soak into the pasta. Yeah, I've but heard in of turn, that. what ended up happening is, even though I had it only on medium, it ended up kind of turning the milk into kind of cheese. Ooh. At a certain point, instead of Ooh. really getting into the pasta, so it didn't cook Ooh. long enough. So then by the time Ooh. I got a chance to actually get the milk cooked into the pasta, the pasta was actually al dente. I started to add in all the cheese. What I was essentially making was wallpaper paste. Ooh. And Ooh. they were like, oh, yeah. if, if the stuff becomes too thick, add milk a tablespoon at a time. Great. So nine tablespoons later, it still isn't really loosening up. I grabbed the jug. I pour, I start fucking churning, right? (laughs) 
I added two and a half more cups of milk to this thing to get it to a point where I could relatively easily get the wooden spoon to move about. And I went, well, that's just going to be what it's going to be because that's all the pasta I have. So next year, I cook the pasta separate, get it right, make the cheese sauce, pour the two of them into each other, fold gently, and serve tastily. This, yeah. The taste was fucking on, but yeah. I... So, but I managed to stick the landing and do all of those things except for the Cheddar Bay biscuits and the potatoes day of. And nice. still managed to have enough time to straighten up and wash the dog. Dude, that's dope. And yeah, and also got a chance to be a regular adult and eat dinner at five o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. None of this 2 p.m., 3 p.m. I, we mm, gorge ourselves. And no. then we had this awkward, guilty feeling come nine o'clock of like, well, I'm hungry for dinner. And okay, so then what? You're digging into the leftovers again already? Like, no. 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 So we, we did a 5 p.m. dinner. It was delightful. We joked around a bunch. Uh, watched a little bit of Seth Meyers' fun stuff. Uh, they had a thing of uh, jokes Seth can't tell. I saw uh, that. Yeah. Which is a lot of fun. And then we watched the Thanksgiving episode of Bob's Burgers where Linda had her great song. And they they went home. And I went <laughs> I went to bed and had the day off the next day. And everybody was chilled. And nobody brought up politics. There was, Ooh. I mean, not that I was worried about having a politics discussion with them. But there was no awkwardness. Yeah. It wasn't forced anything. Like yeah. it was just a lot of just kind of joking around and that was just kind of it. Yeah. It was super nice. That like, sounds like that sounds volume like a great was, volume was way the fuck down. Like that's, it was that's great. That's great. Yeah. It, that's being great. able to joke around with everybody the next day of like, hey, so this is super great. We should probably do this again. It's like, yeah. 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 Yeah, friend, fr- fr- Friendsgiving for as long as I can pull it off. Honestly, I don't care how much. Like day of, I was a little stressed about trying to get everything sure. done, but like, I don't care how much I have to cook. I yeah. really don't like yeah. the the ability of not having to make small talk with a bunch of people who I don't like. Yes, or <sighs> really don't know is more the problem. But then, like, I have to play nice because we have very different backgrounds and. I'm not trying to get into some sort of weird fucking conversation. No, no, I'm, I'm nope. good. I'm nope. Good. nope, 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 no, nope. thank you. No, nope. yeah, thank you. No. So what about yours? How was your a turkey a day? So for the first time since before the panorama, we actually made it out to San Francisco. Brad. So we were there for the week and <clears throat> it was just us. Like normally we're at my um, in-law, uh, my aunt's place. Right, but they already had plans for the week to go out of town. So okay. it was me, uh, our family, my my parents, my brother, and his kid. Okay, and it was great. We did whatever the fuck we wanted. We ate when we wanted. We ate what we wanted. So wait, so it was just a fun va- family vacation yes. in San Francisco. Yeah, like we went to Japan Town. We ate. Uh, there's a place called On the Bridge. It's homestyle Japanese food. Service is slow as shit, but okay. you can get any kind of curry you want. Ooh. All the fixings, oh. garlic fry, 
Brandon fucking Chalmers. Someday I will take you with me to San Francisco. Yes. And we will eat all of the plate. We will go to this place because it, it's, it's a little hole in the wall. It's literally on the bridge at the Japanese Trade Center. They have anime on the TVs. It's very slow, but it's excellent. It's really I'm, good. I'm super. I'm super. I'm here for all of that. Like, yeah. please understand. You had me at Brandon Chalmers, and everything else <laughs> was just a lot of yes. Like, it, yeah. food adventures with you have proven to be 100 percent out of like 100 out of 100 every time. You're like, hey, let's go try and do a thing. It's like, okay, because even if we don't stick the landing, you yeah. will acknowledge it before I will, and then immediately like. So fuck it. Let's go try and find something like terrible yeah. or meaty or some sort of rat ice cream thing or something oh, like that. We got to make yeah. up for that shit. That ain't yeah. right. Like the time like, we went to Honey Pig in Rockville. Jesus Christ. What uh, the fuck? Yeah. I, I, I genuinely think uh, we've been spoiled. Yeah. Um, but yeah, on the bridge. Excellent. If you're if you know of this place, if you're near San Francisco, if you're in the Bay Area, fucking go there. It's awesome. We actually had sushi in San Francisco for the first Ooh. time ever i've never oh. like all my years going there i've never eaten sushi and i don't understand why there's places the, the Japan- chilies in downtown san francisco is a banger <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> i <laughs> um but there's a place that does bullet train sushi and so you order it on a computer and a bullet train a little mini bullet train drives up to you stops delivers your sushi and you send the bullet train back it's so cool that's awesome fucking cool and it was so good it was great i we went to the climbing gym there's a climbing gym there we've we've never been to the climbing gym because there's always other stuff to do and make sure everybody has what their shit to do and we're like no we're all going to the climbing gym because we're all fucking climbing nerds nice and your your mom flashed a v4 is that (laughs) no they my mom and my dad went for a walk elsewhere. Okay. You know, we did, we checked out the sea lions. There weren't a lot. Apparently it's a seasonal thing. So, um, okay. During the warmer seasons, the pier is full of them. You're right. But right, right, right. this time around wasn't so much. And then for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving day, we went out to Japantown to take a walk to see what was open. That's when we had the, um, bullet train sushi. Okay. Came back. Hazel was watching NCIS with my, with my parents <laughs> we binged all of season one on thanksgiving day and my and and hazel was just there watching the whole thing with us uh, and thanksgiving dinner was frozen pizza and it was amazing nice it was fucking amazing no nice. stress like no weird hours yep like and, come- and the, the delightfulness that is mark Harmon. i mean come on yeah come on come on like it was perfect it's it's what it's what it's all about i think we've really hacked thanksgiving yeah like i i'm relatively convinced because like i i'm seriously debating 86ing the turkey next year yeah I, i don't know what other main i'd end up going with yeah you could do you could do a deconstructed turkey like you could get the thighs or you could get the breasts and do them separately I, then you I can control the that. temperature a little I, bit I, more I was, I was afraid it wasn't going to cook properly because i was half to, debating doing turkey breast tenderloins Ooh. but the wife really likes dark meat 
And like, what I really lo- would love is to have the pan and everything else. I got to actually spatchcock the thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't have a reason to do that because I cook it once a year, and the pan's just going to end up taking up fucking room. Yeah, like it's, I, I you don't, could do I don't a nice chicken. I mean, like, yeah, I, I could. I th- and that's really the thing I've been I've been debating that I think I might end up doing is just next time going out and getting like two Peruvian chickens the day before. Oh, dude, yes, we have an excellent place down the street from us. The yuca they serve is excellent. The chicken they serve there is excellent. The sauces yeah. that come with that would be an excellent Thanksgiving hack. And that's the thing is like I'm good with doing all of the other sides. Oh yeah, like I make oh, yeah. up everything else exactly the same. Yeah, like I I do delicious sides. We do everything, but like we don't worry about the turkey. We just know that we're going to do Peruvian chicken. Yeah, I, I don't I don't worry about it at all. All I got to do is just throw it back in the oven, heat it up a little bit. That's just that's just. Just heat up just a little bit. That's the yeah, that's the bit. fucking way to do it. Oh, and then we got home and Lauren visited uh from oh, nice. from Chicago. So we nice. we had second Thanksgiving at Audrey's folks' place and oh, it was cool. stupid simple. We had a brunch and I forgot what we had for dinner, but it was very simple. Like <laughs> no no big chicken, no big to do, no eating at weird times, no not it was just Yeah. Why have we tortured ourselves all this fucking time with thanksgiving void people yeah (laughs) it's the elder whites it's terrible it's a bad experience well well, yeah yeah right it's not good nobody likes it they don't know they don't even like it why do they why do they put themselves through it i i catholic guilt (laughs) <laughs> but like, like do, you you do understand that like while a lot of the people who would celebrate this aren't necessarily jewish we understand atonement like <laughs> believe me it's yeah. like take an older irish and ask them if they understand <laughs> the guilt the guilt is fucking real like yeah it's just I, it manifests in different ways. It's not funny. It's just kind of sad and usually somehow whiskey soaked. But yeah. believe me, when when the eldest matron of the family says dinner is at two, no, it's not. That's lunch, but okay. <laughs> Make sure you don't end up drunk. No, that's not gonna happen either. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's just how this works. And everybody breaks apart, and it, it's it's been that way in Every different family that I've ever been a part of. And like, yeah. it, it's, it's never a fun experience. It always feels like a joint obligation where yeah. we all sit together and have a meal that we wouldn't normally have, but not one that we're all excited about. Yeah. Like what the fuck, man? Like I, it's why, I, it's why I was honestly stoked about like, oh, the stuffing was really good. Fuck. When the hell am I making stuffing? Turns out I should be making stuffing a lot fucking more. It's real ass good. You could put but stuffing like, in a steak. You could put stuffing in a chicken. You could put stuffing in I, a fish. I, right? Yeah. I. You could, you it's, could it's stuff a, the stuffing. It's, like it's stuffing just, balls it's just, like risotto. It's just tasty. It's just yeah. tasty. I, yeah. So and, this brings this brings me to the next question. When are we doing sheets giving? <laughs> You asked this, and I, I have no fucking idea, because, like, I'm looking at schedules, and I'm like, how the fuck do I stick this landing? Because between 
Uh, I'm doing Ocean City Comic Con with Nicole, so uh-huh. that takes out not this coming weekend, go but see. next weekend. Danny Ocean, that's Danny right. Danny Ocean. You guys know where we're going to be during Santa Con? Ocean City, that's right, babies. You know what's going to happen? I'm going to get finished in our fight. I'm going to head out the road walk. I'm going to get me a <laughs> crush or two. I'm going to start driving everybody back, and all of a sudden, it's going to be... Blammo! 1400 Santa Claus just crossing down Coastal <laughs> Highway. Just, just doing a congas line. Just, elves. Elves. And just, just partying their way through. Just saying ho, ho, ho. Oh, no, no. And just. And then, uh, we've got. But. It's not. Well, kind of family Christmas thing, but then also friends Christmas thing on both days on the 16th, I think. And then we've got Nicole's dad's side of the family where it's like, because he's one of nine and then they all have kids. So supposedly the guest list right now is 40, but I think it's going to be closer to 60. Yeah. So, so, uh, New Year's sheets giving. That, right, right. Yeah, this this is the problem. Is like I don't know when the fuck we stick the landing. Yeah. Well, I figure New Year's we could still celebrate by going to a sheets and eating terrible food. Yeah, I mean, we, reasonably we can kind of do it any time. But yeah. oh, uh, for those who are new to our podcast, can you explain what the sheets giving celebration entails for for newbies? Or okay. unaware. All right, let me let me see if I can uh, do this uh, proper. Many years ago, in the yield times, <laughs> in the yield times of two thousand and eleven, <laughs> maybe nine. Anyway, I would end up going to Thanksgiving with my significant other at the time to go do whatever the fuck they would end up doing 2 PM, blah, blah, blah. And you end up getting done around like seven o'clock. And then in the latter years, people started shopping on Thanksgiving stores started to be open on Thanksgiving. And that's when black Friday deals would start. Now a one Marty day, uh, from super art fight, uh, would also end up doing Thanksgiving with, parents or significant others or what have you, depending on the year, and then would be in the same boat. So what we would do is we decided to hook up. We would then go around to the different stores watching the aftermath of everything because we'd hit (laughs) everything like an hour late than everything else and hopefully pick up a deep discount video game or something like that. Um, And then we would drive up to the nearest sheets, which was in Harford County, and we would celebrate what we called sheets giving. It was essentially like second breakfast sort of thing. <laughs> it was, it, it yes. was 11 Z's for Thanksgiving. And it was essentially a friends giving between two people because all we got, to, we got to basically spend the time doing post game where we got to complain about our dinner and all of the bullshit that went along with it. It was a nice yes. chance to kind of decompress from a holiday. And the rule essentially of sheets giving that I had started Marty. I think had done it once or twice, but like I appreciate him participating in sheets giving, but sometimes I I didn't think he really embraced the gluttony that is sheets giving. Right. Yeah. Because sheets, 
has the ability for you to <laughs> order some real fucked up shit, right? <laughs> yes. Because it will, like, you could, let's say, pick a, I don't know, a pulled pork sub, <laughs> right? Which already, at a gas station, feels like a stretch. Oh, yeah. And then you can load it up with your toppings. I'm not talking about veggies. I'm talking about fries with a Z. And pepperoni and order a side of mozzarella sticks and they got jalapeno poppers put the poppers in the sandwich baby that's what i'm talking about with two kinds of cheese uh. in there cheese sauce and actual shredded cheese and just fucking little shredded cheese yeah little cheese bay like just just a just a wisconsin dickhead just spreading cheese on a steak <laughs> like just <laughs> Just setting up a fucking steak joint right at the mouth of Cheddar Bay. Like need some cheese so, there. But essentially the idea was if I would order something and the prompt would say, would you like to add? I said yes. Yes. And that was kind of the rule is it'd be like, do you want to add pepperoni? It was like, uh-huh. Sure. Do you want to add mozzarella sticks? Fuck it. Rock and roll. Do you want to add this? Yeah, why not? And I'd end up with what I can only describe as a CVS receipt. <laughs> and then we would end up going to get our, our Arizona tea half and halves with the uh, the Arnold Palmer that actually looked like Michael Caine. Yeah, that uh, guy's freaky. Right, right, right. But on the can, that's fucking my, oh, yeah, it's Michael Caine. Like, just make no mistake. That's Michael, Michael Caine. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then we would walk out in the freezing cold and eat the sandwiches because you couldn't sit down when you ate, when you ate these sandwiches. Like these are these are Guy Fieri wings out haunching sandwiches. Like oh, the, right. uh, quick aside and then we'll get back to Sheets Giving. Yeah. On on the flight home, we took United. I watched five hours of Diner diners drive-ins and dives. hell yeah you did it was so hell good. yeah you did so, so good. good the man's fucking delightful it's fucking comfort is. food for your face it, it's, it's quite so literally comfort food while watching comfort food yeah. like it just it yeah. feeds the soul is what it does all right so continue continue yeah anyway so like so we had to like we set up on the trunk of my car and you you ate and you fucking got into it. And usually Marty get down with like some sort of ridiculous burger because he wasn't trying to like kill himself, but he'd get something hearty. And then usually like some Wisconsin mac and cheese bites. And then also Sheets has their fresh baked whoopie pies, which Ooh. it's the best way to do a cupcake, honestly. Like, yep. Yep. and they, I'd always go with the red velvet. He'd usually go with the chocolate peanut butter. It's a fucking great way to end a meal. It really is. And then basically we would try and slowly drive home <laughs> trying to fight the sugar crash that is diabetes. Right, right, right. But like, and mind you, this is where we started to learn about other music and stuff like that. This is like, I put him on to the first Bruno Mars album. I hadn't listened to Taylor Swift's 1989 until he fucking put that on. And that the... You want to talk about fun? Half fucking in the bag, completely meat sweating my ass off, jamming out to fucking Taylor Swift shake it off. And like, yeah, but instead it was, and like, just being the whitest motherfuckers out there. Just, yeah. 
And then the second I drop him off, I'm still jamming, but now the windows are open. So, like, you pull up to me at the light, and I'm just like... And just like, man brought his new girlfriend. She's like, right, oh, man, yeah. Right, and just absolutely, because by that time, I listened to it four times, so I had already picked that oh, that part oh, yeah. up. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, like, you pulled up to me at Break a light. Uh. I'm doing this to you in full <laughs> fucking eye contact. Like, make no mistake. I'm not breaking eye contact. Like we're doing two, we're doing one of two things. We're racing or we're fucking. Like I make no, make no mistake. I'm drawing you in. Yeah. So anyway, so it, she's giving is essentially a friend's celebration of decompressing from family stress is really what it was. Yeah. We added a bit of gluttony because that's what Thanksgiving I think really is about is. Yeah. Eating your way through a difficult situation. It teaches your people, feelings. It's, it's, it's trauma compensation is really what it is. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's the acceptable one because we're not allowed to drink like that. But no. cause like if we got all together for one day with a bunch of people we didn't like and just started <laughs> just housing a keg, oh, like God. just, just oh, housing a keg. Oh, I would it be better? I don't know. Well, like, because there's an argument to be had that the keg's a lot cheaper than the rest of the food, and if you just order a bunch of pizzas, and we just have awkward conversation while we all get fucking half in the bag, it's probably going to be the same thing. Like, we'll end up eating leftover pizza, so the leftovers thing is actually true. And, like, <laughs> at least the beer's still cold when we're done. Ain't the beer cold. Ain't the beer's cold. <laughs> no, but... Yeah, so that is... Uh, and, you know, we had fallen off in, in recent years and what have you, and... Uh, Jamie has been trying to to take that mantle back up of I believe in of doing sheets giving. Yeah, I believe in gluttony. Yeah, yeah we we it's believe in gluttony. It. It's the best yeah. one. It's the and best the, one. The last time we we did this, we brought a one Brian Prindeville who we do not see enough uh, out with us, and apparently it was his first sheets giving. Not a surprise, but also <laughs> it was first sheets experience. That's a surprise. And it's not because he's a clean, living, responsible oh, human. I, yeah, I guess, remember? Yeah, he that's true. He's here for a long time, not necessarily a good time, Jamie. Like, it's. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to buy his clothes with X's in front of the size markers. Oh, but that's. Like, he's got, X is going to give it to you. He's. I, See, but this is the thing. I don't know how much he actually got into early 2000s rap. For all I know, he he doesn't understand the gold tank. He doesn't get the allure of making him say, uh. Like, it just, it's not his fault. He's a Rush fan. It's, 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 the, it's the allure of the Canadian. I think that early 2000s rap may have accidentally eluded them. Yeah. That's not right. by any of their fault. That's not right. That's not right. said with any sort of vitriol whatsoever, but just it's not it's it hasn't been on their radar. Yeah. And I I I'm here to ruin Canadians, Jamie. Do you understand me? <laughs> do you understand what I'm trying to do? Yeah. I, I'm trying to ruin Canadians one by one. All right? Like just I I'm not looking to get paid in loonies and toonies. I'm not trying to say that somebody needs to send me an honorary box of Tim bits for my efforts, but you know, it wouldn't fucking hurt. It wouldn't fucking hurt. Yeah. Like I'll, I will. God is my witness. Jamie Noguchi. I will not only revamp the Kenny Rogers roasters franchise, but I will open one in downtown Ottawa. 
I will do a not so secret invasion. A not so secret invasion. You gotta know when to hold them, know when to fold them, and know when to kick the fucking goose to the ground. All right? The Kenny Rogers roasters will rise again like a phoenix from the fucking ashes. It's gonna end up happening, Jamie. Do you understand me? I'm gonna be the bringer of fire. All right. You understand that? I'm going to stare everybody in the eye and go, I'm Kenny Rogers. And I'm going to absolutely fucking own it. It's going to be mine. And everybody, I'm going to have, you don't want to have on the TV that one fucking episode of Seinfeld where Kramer just goes fucking bug nutty for Kenny Rogers Roasters. You know why? Because that's the sort of passion I'm looking for in my fellow roasters. All right. We're going to get, I'm, I'm going to end up supporting small local hockey teams, all right? Get ready. Get ready for the Ottawa Pee Wee Roasters, all right? It's going to be Kenny Rogers' face with two chicken drumsticks in the fucking background like a goddamn Jolly Roger of Freedom, all right? They're going to be undefeated. I'm bringing in ringers. You remember the Ed O'Neill and Rick Moranis classic Little Giants? Get ready for the hockey version. I'm flying in kids from fucking Saskatchewan, baby. I'm going to put them in the goddamn apartment above the Kenny Rogers Roasters. I'm setting up a franchise, Jamie. You understand me? It's a goddamn invasion. I have... Look, 95% of Canadians live no more than 50 miles of the border, ready to strike, and I'm saying we strike first. We send the fucking Kenny Rogers roaster through the goddamn white wall, absolutely up through there. We take out the Night's Watch, and we feed them cornbread till they die. (laughs) Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Prepare for the roasters. Brandon Chalmers, besides setting up a new Roasters franchise, where can people find you? You can find me, better known as The Gambler, on Instagram at (laughs) that guy, Chalmers. Jamie Noguchi, where can they find you? You can find me in bookstores right now, wherever finer comics are sold. yeah, you can! Book two of Extraterrestrial Girls, Girls in Flight, is in stores right the fuck now. Fuck yeah! Uh, Just I, in time for the holidays, by the way, kids. Be <laughs> sure to get that. I'll be at Phantom Comics on Sunday, December 3rd, hanging yes, out will. with Danielle Corsetto. We're going to be talking about comics. Oh. And I'll be signing comics. It'll be great. Ooh. It'll be amazing. Whew, you and Danielle together? <laughs> Fucking, I got the vapors, man. Goodness. <laughs> <sighs> Damn, uh, is, is somebody roasting chicken in here, or did I just get warm? Goodness. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, go uh, have some good food with your friend. This That's all we... Our podcast should be called the Fucking Eat It podcast, because that's all we end up talking about. Fucking Eat It. Well, it's it's re- it's wrestling and food, really. Is it's 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 the only two interests you and I really have as a Venn diagram. Like everything else is just tentatively like, oh, that's kind of neat, that's kind of fun. But like the two consistent things <laughs> of our Venn diagram are wrestling and food, and they are two perfect circles atop one another. Yeah. Anyway, go be excellent to each other, kids. It's, it's fucking holiday season. Everybody's being assholes. Be kind. Hooray. Hooray. Please. All right. Okay, bye. Bye.